Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ulysses and Penelope, a story of faithfulness, blood, sweat, and tears. Ulysses and Penelope are, for me, the reassuring couple of Greek mythology. Amidst tales of betrayal, murder, and revenge, there is this story of unwavering fidelity. Ulysses and Penelope are that solid, friendly couple that we can't imagine ever separating. Well. I may be exaggerating a bit because in this myth, there is fidelity, that's for sure. But there is also blood, sweat, and tears. The Ionian Sea is located south of the Adriatic Sea, between Italy and Greece. It's a deep blue sea with an emerald green archipelago, the Ionian Islands. The most famous of these islands today is undoubtedly Corfu, but there's also Paxos, Kefalonia, and Ithaca. It's on this small island that our story takes place. Icarus is the king of Ithaca, and he has a daughter, Penelope, a true beauty. Penelope is courted by many suitors, princes ready to do anything to marry her. Icarus doesn't want anyone to fight over his daughter, so he decides to organize games. The winner will win Penelope's hand. After a race, the result is indisputable. One suitor was faster and more cunning than all the others. His name is Ulysses, son of Laertes and Anticlea. He's a brave and intelligent young man. Once the wedding is celebrated, he proves to be a loving husband. Penelope and Ulysses fall deeply in love and have a son, Telemachus, and they live happily on their little island. But fate had other plans. The wind carries with it the rumor of a conflict, a bloody and inevitable one, on the other side of the gulf. It's the Trojan War, being prepared on the coast of present-day Turkey. Ulysses is called to fight alongside Menelaus and Agamemnon from the Achaean camp. But leaving seems impossible for him. He can't bear to leave his beloved wife and son. He pretends to be insane and sets up schemes that unfortunately fail one after the other. Ulysses has no other choice but to embark on this long journey. He says his goodbyes and promises Penelope to think of her every second. Penelope, in turn, promises to take care of Telemachus. The Trojan War lasts 10 years. Thanks to the Trojan horse invented by Ulysses, the Greeks prevail but the hero's adventures are far from over. For another 10 years, Ulysses, who has angered Poseidon, is doomed to wander the seas. 
He must resist the songs of the sirens, defeat a cyclops, and even visit the underworld. But he never, ever forgets Penelope or Telemachus. In Ithaca, for Penelope, time seems to drag on forever. When the war ends and Ulysses still doesn't show up, suitors begin to flock from all around. They soon number 114, all clamoring to convince Penelope to marry them. She refuses their advances, but they become increasingly insistent, arrogant, and violent as the years go by. Penelope could give in. After all, Ulysses has been gone for so long, but she's determined to hold out. She just needs a little more time. She devises a plan. One morning, Penelope gathers all the suitors. She announces that she will soon choose one of them to marry. But before she does, she must weave a shroud. Her father-in-law's shroud, Laertes. When the shroud is finished, Penelope promises she will marry one of the suitors. Every day, Penelope weaves the shroud. But at night, out of sight, she undoes her work from the day before and starts again in the morning. In this way, Penelope can wait forever for Ulysses, the only person she has chosen to love. One day, a servant comes to fetch Penelope. Ulysses has returned. He is in Ithaca. Penelope is perplexed. What if it's just another trick to take the throne? In reality, Ulysses is there, but he's disguised as a beggar, unrecognizable. Ulysses manages to find his son, Telemachus, who's now a young man and asks for his help. Because Penelope cannot recognize him, she decides to organize a contest. The suitor who can successfully string Ulysses' bow will win her hand in marriage. The suitors try one by one, but none are strong enough to succeed. Penelope retreats to her room to weep. Meanwhile, Ulysses still disguised as a beggar, takes his bow and shoots an arrow straight through the heart of one of the suitors. Then another, and another. With Telemachus' help, Ulysses kills all 114 of Penelope's suitors. When alerted by the cries, Penelope returns to the great hall of the palace and discovers the massacre with horror. Ulysses stands before her, bow in hand, ready to embrace her after all these years. But Penelope does not recognize him. She remains cold, reserved. Telemachus is outraged by his mother's reaction. After all these years of mourning her husband, this is her reaction. Penelope asks her son to leave them alone. If it is indeed Ulysses in front of her, he must be able to prove it to her. Only he knows the secrets that have sealed their deep love. Ulysses takes Penelope in his arms and whispers the familiar words she has been waiting for. Ulysses and Penelope are finally reunited, certain never to be separated again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Love Me, Love Me Not. If you enjoy this podcast, please let others know by giving us a rating and leaving comments on your favorite listening platform.